Electronic walkabout. No one should have to walk through life alone. We share good times, bad times, and the best of times. Everyone needs a little direction now and again. Let TC and Wilkie show you the way. A podcast where we talk about the important things in life. Come journey with us. Electronic walkabout. Hello, this is your host TC, and together with Wilkie, we welcome you to another episode of eWalkabout a podcast where we talk about the important things in life. This episode, we stop and pause about something serious in life, how we have our own demons, our own challenges, and we'll never be able to deal with them alone. We talk about this as we chronicle one of our greatest comics, Robin Williams, and talk about how he dealt with his own demons to give us courage to deal with our own. Well, Wilkie, we're going to keep it light, but it is, truly is a serious conversation we're having tonight. But it's, it's, there's a reason behind it. Again, it's because it's we care. It's because we all have our own challenges, and we can't be afraid to face those challenges. But before we get too serious, let's lighten up with a good news story. Yes, let's do that, TC. I was going to do something stupid and just do voices for a couple minutes. <laughs> I'm happy to say my good news story is my good news story is you. You're celebrating a birthday today, and I'm just so happy that you're still above ground, <laughs> hanging out with me, working on this podcast together. So there you go. That's my little good news. Well, thank, thank you, Wilkie. And it's it's good to celebrate um, as we travel through life, and certainly a birthday is a good reason to do that. Yeah, exactly. We all know that we're going to have challenges, and we all know that there's people that impact us in many different ways. A lot of times they're celebrities. A lot of times they're the people that we look up to in our lives. And I would suggest, like at least from my perspective, you can add to it, Robin Williams certainly had an impact on my growing up and what happened along the way with his life affected the way that I truly look at life. And I would even go as far as to say live life. Right, I agree. I told you before that I usually don't get choked up when celebrities pass away it doesn't you normally have a effect on my life but when i found out about rob williams passing away that kind of affected me a little bit because i just you know other than the money the fame and stuff like that there's a lot in common i have with rob williams so do tell <clears throat> well you know he for a guy like that and you know i've said that before in another podcast that I always thought I was pretty funny too, um, but you know that's obviously not as funny as him because he's more from work and I'm just <laughs> here talking with you. Um, Wilkie from Chilliwack. Wilkie from Chilliwack, right? Yeah. But like to be that talented and that funny for him and just have the zero confidence or sorry zero self confidence is amazing because I have zero self confidence. Uh, I you know this I've told you before like I I'm sort of the same way I try and be on just. I have, I have this thing where I have to be liked by everyone that meets me. It, it's, it's just I don't like leaving a room thinking somebody doesn't like me. And you know, most of the time I think I'm correct that they do. And it's just to have zero self confidence is is tough. You know, a guy like that who's rich and famous and funny as heck, and it's just amazing that we have that same similarity. So, so what is it? What is it specific to Robin Williams? And then we're going to talk about you and I as we normally do. What is it about Robin Williams that, that at the end of the day, 
made him have that that lack of self-confidence that low self-esteem that truly if anybody was on the outside and looking at would would think just the opposite right like even his closest friends didn't know right his closest friends didn't know that he suffered from that lack of self-confidence because he he's always on when he's out he's on but apparently like he gets home and he just shuts down exhausted Right, and we talked about this uh, a while ago. Um, how he um, he never wanted to go home. He just wanted to go out and please people and make people laugh, which led to a bunch of extracurricular things for him, you know, outside of the the the, the nightclub. Like he would go film work and Mindy, go to the comedy store, do a set, and then go to whatever comedy venue that was open. Whatever after hours comedy yeah, yeah. there was. And even into the point, and well-known for, for showing up at those comedy clubs, beautiful downtown Vancouver, he was well-known to show up there, and, and he was more than welcome there to, yeah. to get up on the stage and peddle his wares. It's right? just, it's, it's, just it's, it's amazing how a guy like that, like, I always, he's one of my favorites. Like, I was seven years old or six years old, I don't know, when Popeye came out, and Popeye's one of the biggest flops of all time. But as a kid, I loved it. And he was a perfect guy to play Popeye. I know we talked about that before we flipped the, the mic on. And truly, there, it, 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 it's probably, there's no one else, if you were to say, oh, let's make a remake of Popeye. I don't think you no. can. I don't think no. you can. You need him and his. He did it. He brought to life. Yeah. And, and, and if anybody doesn't know who Popeye is, and we're not talking about chicken at this point, just to be clear, <laughs> it was a cartoon that, that, a lot of us did grow up with and yeah. uh, for them to bring it to life on film and engage Robin Williams to play that part was probably, I'd just say genius. Yeah. I, and, yeah. and let's, we're only talking about a cartoon, but at the end of the day for that man to get into that makeup and make that character come to life. Yeah. That was just one example. Yeah. And he played a character for an hour and a half, a few hours, right? He wasn't acting. He was playing a character. And I don't know. He uh, he's just amazing. It's just, it's sad that he went through all those demons and he basically suffered alone because nobody in his close circle really knew the extent of his internal demons. So what is it with people and self-confidence? Because you're right. Everybody wants to be liked. Everybody, everybody wants to be able to get up and do what they want to do to the best they can to be the best whoever they want to be in life. And yeah. yet we all struggle with that. And here we have this, I'll say, cultural icon that struggled just as much as everybody else. Exactly. It's, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, and I don't know how you, or you get self-confidence. There's days where you're... Yeah, I'm super self-confident. Nothing bothers you, but you got all those other days where you're going to a new environment, a new room, or whatever, and you just, oh, geez, what do I have to do to make sure these guys, I, I get their attention, right? Sort of like when we did the sarcasm episode. Um, you're you're trying to be on, and just you don't want all those butterflies in your stomach, and you just can't understand why you have it. And, you know, uh, I've, I've felt, I feel it all the time. I still lack self-confidence and it's just, I don't know how you defeat it. And, and okay, I'm going to say two things. I'm, I'm, I'm going to mention that that, uh, that sarcasm 
is your defense mechanism to start with. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, and then the more important thing is that we, especially if we care about people, we have to be alive to the fact that as much as, and we'll talk about this a little bit more, as much as these these people that we love that are around us appear to be um, doing doing very well, we just never know what's going on on the inside. No, you never know. You never know what's going on inside of anybody. Like, there was a lot of times when I was growing up, I guess, and I'm all, I was always loud and boisterous, sort of like Robin Williams was. And then when I was quiet, people always wondered what was going on. Back then, I was just, I was just quiet. I was just taking a break. <laughs> you, were, you were a little spent? From yeah, yeah, from just, because I was kind of haywire back in the day, you know, when I was younger. And, you know, if I was quiet, it was weird to see, I guess. But uh, it's just, yeah. I know you and I talked about this before. We, we knew that this was going to be somewhat of a, a challenge with this podcast. Only because, actually, uh, uh, two or three things. First of all, because we're talking about someone that, that, like I said, is a cultural icon that, that, that struggled with, and I'll just say it this way, that struggled with everyday issues that everyday people mm-hmm. struggle with. Yeah. And then when we, we try and bring that down to our level, we're no different because we struggle with some of these things ourselves. Yeah. And one of the biggest things that I've learned from from my own experience is a couple of things is that first of all, that you have to be aware that you're only human, number one, and number two, that that if you're going to somehow be catapulted into one of these environments we have, when you where you have to deal with one of these struggles, that you can't do it alone. There's no way. No. That's that you were so- support system you need a support system yeah. and that's and that and that's just the beginning yeah just, just the beginning exactly just the beginning because yeah. if, it, if it's something that that really is has some impact on your ability to enjoy life then then you have to be able to say yeah. first of all to yourself yeah i need some help with this and then second of all to someone you can confide in i need help with this yeah and then not to be afraid to seek professional help yeah I saying i need help with this i agree i agree and really when we talk about going through life and falling down and having those bumps those scrapes emotionally speaking that's what we're talking about and mm-hmm. guess what people guess what listeners that's what living life is all about so just keep that yeah, in mind exactly i agree um, but I just want to get back to that self-confidence thing. Like, what is, what is the challenge? What, why is that? Why do we have that challenge with self-confidence? For me, I think it's just because, like I said at the beginning, I, I just I want to I want to be liked by other people. I you know I try and give the personality, and I think I come across as a well a likable person. But I just you know when you all have self-worth. You just always second guessing. Well, what does this person think? And you know, you go through the, your peaks and valleys of your lives, like similar. Well, not it's not similar, but like you go through peaks and valleys. Like for me, it was losing a job, finding a new job, getting divorced, finding a new person in my life, this and that. And you compare it to a guy like like Robin Williams. Well, he he found a new person every night, <laughs> even with the other person at home. But for his career, it's like he was just doing the stand-up, caught fire, performing on the street, Gary Marshall's son's 
It's happy days was doing terrible. Gary Marshall's son says, I'm not watching anymore. And he's like, well, why? Because there's no space band. Gary Marshall finds this guy street performing, puts him on, and now you got Rob Williams who takes off like a firecracker, does Popeye Valley, peaks up again in a different movie. You know, it's just peaks and valleys of his career were terrible. And then it was like that, other than his stand-up career, because his stand-up career was on fire always. But when he did, um, when he did uh, Good Morning Vietnam, his career really took off, and there wasn't many valleys after that, I don't think. Well, from the outside looking in, there wasn't many valleys. But and, and one of the things that you know that we have to understand that as we go through life, there will be peaks and valleys. So the the thought in my mind is is it at least that when we're at a peak that we enjoy that. We enjoy that. We celebrate that. We yeah. do that with the people we care about, yeah. friends, family, whoever we can. Yeah. And then when we get into those valleys, guess what? It's a dark hole, man. It's a dark hole, but those friends and families are there whether we whether we know it or not. And yeah. that's that's I think that's part of the challenge because when you get into that, that valley, you're thinking, first of all, two things that no one else understands what I'm going to, which yeah. which isn't the case, because. But you think it. But you think yeah. it. Yeah. And and the second thing is is that if someone truly cares for you, all you have to do is say, "Can you give me a hand with this?" Yeah. And I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody on this planet who would be afraid to say, "Come with me. Let's let's go have a coffee. Let's have a chat about this." And let's see where it takes. When you hit. When you hit your valleys, like we're going to get into this in another podcast, but when you hit your those dark valleys, you think nobody's going to help you. You just sit there and wallow in your self-pity, and you struggle to get out. But then finally, when you do ask for help, your friends are there, your family's there, right? It's Those valleys are tough, and... Uh, Ah, anyways, we, I said we'll get into another one. We'll get into it, but I, I'll add something just before we go on to the next thing we want to talk about. But when you do ask those people that respond, it's it's not a chore to them. As, no. as a matter of fact, it's something that they yeah. willingly and enjoy and because they care about yeah. you, engage you with to make sure that you get out of that, that valley to go up to that next peak together. And your true, friends and your family are your loved ones for a reason. Yes. Right. Yeah. Neighbors are another story. That might be another <laughs> podcast. Not quite sure. Be, yeah. Yes. Right? Okay. <laughs> We've already talked about it, even with Robin, his peaks and valleys. But again, it was like, and I'm only, I'm only thinking from my perspective, it, it was always like he was running scared. Yeah. Always running scared because he when he got to that that peak, that that feeling, that comfortableness, that it, in his mind it never was going to last. You always had to do that one up and and go from there. Yeah. And there were people around him. And even if you even if you look at any of the the movies uh, about Robin Williams, um, Billy Crystal was one of those good good friends of him. Yeah. There was there was there for him all the time. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And those are the kind of people, the, the Billy Crystals in the world that, that that we need when we're in those valleys so that we can say, yeah. hey, and quite frankly, from my perspective, as much as we're guys and normally when someone gives us a problem, 
the first thing we do is try and solve it. Yeah. That's not what we want to do. We just no. want to we just want to listen to start with. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. And then if you want to be a guy and engage in that whole I'll, I'll give you the solution to your problem. That's what you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> we can deal with that another time. But yeah. let's, let's just start yeah. with listening yeah. first, okay? So Yeah. But just just keep that in mind. But one of one of the things when I when I talk about Rob Williams running scared, the funny thing about Rob Williams, it was the humor that was the gas that fed that vehicle to keep him running. Yeah. He, he saw at a young age, his dad was a very stoic, strict, grumpy old man. So Jonathan Winters cracked his dad up. All right, that's how I have to do it. And then boom, from there he's changed. So right? let, and let's just think about that for a second, that, that, that moment in Robin Williams' life where he wanted that that certain genocide quad from his dad to have yeah. that bond with his dad. Yeah. It was humor and because of Jonathan Winters, that was, this is what I need to do. And then because of that, he realized that there is my key as I carry on in life, right? Exactly. And, and I think it's fair to say that it doesn't matter who it is when you're growing up, you want to make sure that that you have that relationship with your mom, your dad, and there's anything, if there's anything that bonds you with that, then you're going to grab it. Yeah. And we all know that sometimes some of those relationships, those father-sons, those mother-daughter relationships are somewhat challenging to say the least. Yeah, for sure. If there's anything that can bring them together, then that's what we're looking for. And in, in this case, for Robin, you would human. Zoom. So, and we and we can't be we can't be afraid to engage humor. But having said that, there's a time and a place for everything as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I agree. Like humor for him was his vehicle to to feed the rest of his life. Like you think think of all the funny stuff he's done. Like the morning Vietnam, his stand up special, weapons of mass destruction. I think it was called was that one. Jonathan Winters was his hero because his, he made his dad laugh. I don't know, but he was always chasing it, and he was always chasing it because if he didn't get it, if a joke didn't hit, it would affect him. And he, you know, stand-ups work on their routines at small clubs over and over and over again, and then you see the specials. When a joke didn't hit for him, it was bad, so that's when he'd have to go to the next venue to work on his material again, which led to his drug and alcohol addiction because he was chasing that chasing his demons i guess throughout he was always chasing something he was always chasing that high when it came to that because he wanted to be accepted so much so do you, do you think if he if he was sitting here with us today would he be able to answer that question what were the demons no i know just from experience no because you, you, you don't know you just have this pit of self-loathing inside of you he wouldn't. He wouldn't answer. He would just be because his brain runs so fat, so much faster than us than everybody else. He'd just be doing his his what he did in Aladdin with all the characters, like that's what he does. He, there's he would deflect, and you know how I know because I deflect. He was a much faster deflector than me. <laughs> he did without even thinking. He did without even thinking. If you watch near the end of his career when he's on Whose Line Is It Anyway, nobody could be that funny and that fast like that. The guy was just a genius. Yeah, yeah, he got a scholarship to Juilliard, mm -hmm. 
And quite frankly, and we talked about it before, I don't think Juilliard appreciated what they had with that talent. No. They didn't know how to handle it. No, because he... They didn't know how to manage it. Yeah. If he got a scholarship to Juilliard, Robert Williams, did it say, and then he went back to San Francisco and just took off from there, really, right after Juilliard. Yeah, it was... I don't know. I I don't know how... It's tough to, to rationalize how somebody like that could have self uh, zero self confidence. But I will tell you this, and what what it what it speaks to, I'll just say, speaks to the masses is that they have to understand that not everybody can be put in a square hole. We have to be open to appreciating what it is that anybody brings yeah. into this world, and yeah. and if it's different, engage that, embrace that 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 fact that someone's different, and and learn something from it. Right? So, yeah, so I agree. And I think that's really a nice segue because during the, the, this time we're, we're sitting here talking about Robin Williams, I think at the end of the day, it begs that question is that for that individual to land on our planet and share his talent with us, that, that there is something that we can learn from him. Yeah. There is something that, that we can learn from Robin Williams that will make our lives better as we move forward. Yeah. So if I were to ask you that question, what impact did Robin Williams have on your life, your development, and who you are as a person today? I always wanted to be a stand-up comic, but like I told you before, I couldn't write jokes. But I always was really good at improv, and I saw how good he was at improv. And it just, for me, that's like, oh, that's how he became funny. Like, there's no way this guy wrote his jokes. Because somebody would just say something to him, and then boom. That's sort of how I did it, but not nearly as well. But I just, like I said, I was a kid. I, I watched Popeye on cartoons, and he played Popeye. And then he did Good Morning Vietnam, which was a movie I could relate to. I just loved that movie. Then he did Mrs. Doubtfire, dear. Um, he did that movie. Mrs. Doubtfire was hilarious. Goodwill Hunting, he finally got the recognition he deserved. And That's just to be clear for, for our listeners that don't know, what happened with that movie specific to Robin Williams. What was what was the accolade that came with he that? He got movie? Best Supporting Actor for He got an Academy Award. Academy Award, yeah. And yeah. there was there was there's a couple of swings and misses prior to that movie that he he well deserved an Academy Award yeah. for those movies as and well. There was many times in his career when he went back to San Francisco or Marin County or whatever that was, and he almost he contemplated giving it all up because of the flaw. You do a movie with Kurt Russell, flop. You do another movie, flop. Then I'm on flop. And it wasn't until Good Morning Vietnam that he really hit a stride outside of Mork and Mindy and the stand-up. The stand-up was always there for him because he was just that good. And he could do it just like breathing. Yeah. People say he stole bits. Every single stand-up comedian steals a little bit from somebody. He borrowed, like, I saw Jonathan Winters do a skit. Rob Williams did it on Sesame Street. Same skit, just cleaner language. <laughs> um, I don't know. He was just a genius. His impact on me, I just, I like to laugh and I love stand-up comics. I have a bunch of George Carlin records at home, Eddie Murphy. I just love stand-up comics and I love the way they, they go. I just love the humor. I love how they come up with their jokes. Seinfeld always has a yellow pad with them. Always writing every You don't have a yellow pad? No, I don't. Because okay. I say, I can remember this. I'm going to make sure what? you get a yellow pad for your birthday. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. And guess what? I don't remember it. So 
it's just his impact. Sorry, this is a long-winded answer, but his impact on me was just he gave me a lot of happiness and a lot of sadness. Like he made me cry in Dead Poets Society. Right? It was such a great movie and a great role for him. He made me cry as Mrs. Delfire too, right? Like, I don't know. I, I, I just think he was one of the greatest stand-ups of all time who turned into a really good actor. Well, I'll tell you from my perspective, like and I mentioned before, like truly Reality, What a Concept, one of his comedy albums, it was the first comedy album that right. I owned. Oh, there you go. And I, and you know you know me I'm I'm um a pretty serious stoic guy but I yeah. do have a bit of a sense of humor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, little bit. little little bit <laughs> little dead pad but yeah but I mean and and the point being is that that I would go to that album when I needed that 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 kind of pick me up that yeah. laugh that would that would help me kind of make my life a little he bit lighter. People supply it all the time. He, Rob Williams would supply that laughter. You know, he does all these drama movies, but there's parts of them where he supplies laughter in those too. He, the the funny movies he's done are just incredible. Like we, I don't think we truly appreciate them. Well, it's funny you say that because I was actually gonna think of it from a different perspective because I think you're right to start with. But I don't think Robin appreciated what he gave to us and what it meant to yeah. us. Yeah, because we did like him. Yeah, that was his thing. He didn't think anybody, he didn't think anybody liked him. He was so self self conscious. But I don't think we. Whenever people list their five top stand comics, Ron Williams is never in that list, which he should be. There are some really good comics, right? But the way he did it, with the energy he did it, and the conviction, I I just don't really think we appreciate his genius. Yeah, we still have time. We, we still have time to appreciate oh, yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and I, know, I know we can continue to talk about Robin, but I think, again, that, that music, and you know what, over time, I'm going to begin to hate that music because it's time for you and I to yeah. say, hey, thanks for sharing another episode with us, listeners. Uh, but let's, let's just kind of, let's just kind of revisit where we, you know, just spent the last few minutes with, and we kind of focus on Robin Williams and then we tried to bring it to us, but let's learn from that individual's life so, so that we can live our lives in a, in a better way, right? So Robin Williams landed on the planet just to make our lives fuller, to make us laugh and appreciate what we have. So live each day with this in mind. No matter what is portrayed on the outside, there will always be something going on the inside. If you care, don't be afraid to find out and ask that individual what's going on. So that whole, how are you doing today? Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of an honest answer. Yeah. Life is never easy. You think anything different is not living. We can never do it alone. Reach out when you find yourself in that funk. You will be there to help someone tomorrow. Don't be afraid to seek professional help. Embarrassment will never be your friend or the key to that help. Robin, Maybe I'll get you to do this last part, Loki. Robin, we thank you for among others to make the world a better place. Nanu, Nanu, and Shazba. Remember, we were never meant to walk alone. To learn more about eWalkabout, please visit us at eWalkabout.ca 